podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. From the Fifth Quarter Studio in Madison, Wisconsin. Madison, Wisconsin. You're listening to the 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast with our host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, welcome to the 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast. Before we jump into today's topic, I'd like to give a huge shout out youtubes.com for coaches who want to get better it is a one-stop shop for basketball coaches um, it has everything you need um, to become a better basketball coach and work on your craft so come over and check it out it's run by a basketball coach for basketball coaches and um, you know I've, I've experienced it at the high school level you know there's a lot of these um, resources out there that coaches that aren't coaching coaches that haven't done it on a regular basis so go over and check it out and let's head off to the podcast Hey, welcome back to the classroom. In an earlier video, I gave you three ways that will help you win more summer games, more club games over the summer. And now I'd like to give you three more. Now, these don't replace the earlier ones. They're just adding to that list. The first one is don't start your five best players. You know, since most players play pay big bucks to, to play on club teams, you know, a lot of coaches and club directors, you know, feel obligated to play everybody exactly the same. And as a result, many teams actually go five in and five out. And so what you want to do is make sure your second unit is better than your opponent's second unit. And you simply do that by not starting your best players. Make sure you have either your top player or your second best player playing with that, with that second group. Also in that second group, you want to use a defense that is going to create turnovers. Um, press, like we talked about in the earlier video. You just want to make life miserable for the second unit point guard. You know, chances are he is going to play for a predetermined amount of minutes, regardless if he's protecting the ball or throwing it over. And so if you can get to him and get him rattled and create some turnovers, you've got a chance to, to blow the game open. The second thing that, that you can do is to scout and prepare. Now, I know over the spring and summer, coaching is not a – big factor as it is during the school year, but that doesn't mean it has to be a non-factor. Uh, go watch the other teams that you're playing. Uh, you don't need to come up with a detailed, intricate scouting report. You just need a few tiny bits of information that is going to make you better prepared than your opponent. Uh, do they play man-to-man? -man? Do they play zone? Uh, do they press? Uh, what do they do on offense? Do they have one main score? Do they have several scores? All, how do they sub? Do they sub one at a time? Do they sub five in, five out? All those are, are things that might give you a slight advantage here or there that might be enough to help you win the game. Do you need to walk through some things? Then use the parking lot. You know, the, the lines on a parking space make a great key. Uh, We've done that numerous times. 
use the parking space as a key and use a rolled up towel or a pillow as a ball and, uh, and walk through what you want to do on both offense and defense. Um, not only is it a good reminder and a good you know, time to teach your players, but it's also going to give them some extra confidence knowing that, that they're going to be a little bit more prepared than the team that they're playing. And plus, uh, another side benefit of that is, is that the parents are going to appreciate you know, the extra effort. They're going to appreciate um, you taking the time to do that. They're going to know that they're getting you know, more bang for their buck, you know, essentially. And then the third way uh, to help you win more games is to limit your roster size. Now, look, why do you have a team in the first place? You know, is it to have fun? Is it to travel to different places? Is it to play against top-notch competition? Uh, is it to help your players get additional exposure from college coaches? Um, hey, all those are great reasons. But none of them require that you have 10 or 12 players on your roster, especially if you have to play everybody exactly the same. Look, when I was a kid, we used to play hours on end at the park and at the city gym. So I know that, that, that eight and certainly nine players can play five or six games over three or four days. Um, I mean, I know that what you know for a fact, and and if they can't, then then it's your job to get them in better shape so they can do that. Um, look, fewer players means more playing time, means better team chemistry, which is really important when you're assembling an all-star team who's never played together before. It means more exposure for the for the players who are playing. Uh, look, charge more money, you know, find a sponsor. Do more fundraising, but do whatever you can to keep your roster numbers down. So look, to recap, hey, the three things that in, in this video that we're talking about to win more summer games, don't start your five best players. Scout and prepare for the next game. And limit your roster size. Now, if you will do those three things, combined with the three things that we talked about in our earlier video, then you're going to win more games in the summer. You're going to be in the winner's bracket. You're going to get your players more exposure. You're going to have more fun, and you're going to get more games out of it. Sports Social Podcast Network.